We're back, ladies and gents. It's your girl, L.A. Mona, formerly known as Don't Call Me White Girl, coming live from the West Coast with my white bestie. I called him no, I called him Adam Jumper. Mm-hmm. Our whole interview, and it was long as fuck. It was like an hour and 20, 30 minutes, and I'm calling him Adam Jumper the whole time, and he never corrected me, not even once. The one and only Adam 22. Give it up for Adam 22 on the motherfucking podcast. I don't want to call an elephant out in the room, but this is my first white guest, and I'm super excited. Yes. My first white guest has really pretty eyes, and he's covered in tattoos for the people at home. I don't know if you live under a rock, but Adam has no jumper. Um, The first time we went to- um, Why'd you get rid of the IHOP cup? Because- That was so fly. Dre doesn't- I have didn't pay me, so they can't be in the shot. I know, so corny, right? Well, sometimes you got to promote a brand just to- So they could call you. Or just because it's lit. It's like an association. I was on my way with Black and Mild, because I smoke a lot of Black and Milds in real life. Damn. And then I'm like- but That's this a the special thing. type of lady. But bro, Trippy does, and they didn't pay him, so I mean, what is his name? Trippy? Yeah, Trippy, Trippy Red. Red yeah. I was in Trippy Red real heavy 2018, and he smokes wine blacks, which makes him a weirdo, but they didn't pay him, so they're not going to pay me. Me and uh, him look just alike. If I'm black and mild, I don't think I'm starting a team of influencers. Why? It's just like the kind of product. I don't know. It's, it's so popular, though, in the ghetto. Yeah. Like, niggas love blacks, because they long, they last long, they bullshit. <laughs> wink, wink. You know what I mean? Wait, you get a boner off that? No, like, oh. not a boner, but if you're on something, like if you drink, you smoke yeah, a black, okay. it'll boost it. You like Xanax, it'll boost it. I can smoke a cig right now, but if I try to smoke one of them things, I would be laying Punch on the ground. Chest. Please, Ooh, blah, no. Blah, blah, blah. You got to be grown to smoke blacks. We were yeah. just talking about this young rapper. What's the rapper name we was looking at? Y'all introduced me to Lil 50. This nigga's 13, and he smokes weed, and he's in videos. You never seen him? No. Oh my God, you don't want to Sounds see like it. a lot of other rappers I'm familiar with, though. But listen, Phelps was trying to explain to me how, no, he's really like a gangster. He's not, it's not just a novelty, he's real. How gangster can you be at 13? Bro, he smokes black smooth. Yeah. <laughs> it, I didn't start smoking black since I was 30. Come on. Right. That's strong, bro. That's going to stunt your growth. Yeah, I don't smoke blacks or backwoods. It's too strong. Because you know, in Philly, everybody smokes weed in backwoods. You're not a man yeah. if you don't use I stopped smoking backwoods. You used to. Yeah, for many years. They chest punchers, doesn't it hurt? 10 years of backwards. It makes my chest feel real tight and my heart beats fast. I just think it's too much. Yeah, it is. Too much much. weed, too much tobacco. I smoke these little spliffs now. I feel a lot more comfortable. All day long. Do you pass them? No. Do we smoke weed on this podcast? I was going to wait till later in the podcast. Oh. Because I don't know if I ever smoke weed on this podcast. I'm totally down for that. Really? LA brings that out. You want to do coke, whatever. What's up? You know what I mean? Let's do some coke. Yeah, so look. I'll do a line with you. This is the funny thing. When I did your podcast, right, people, because I, I feel like you don't read comments. You give me that vibe. I read some comments. People kept saying like that you were being shady to me, and I did not feel really? that. Yes, they were like, you let that white boy talk to you like that. Hell and you, no. But I feel like- I like of, you a lot. If I didn't like you, I would not be here right now at 8 p.m. Come on. On a Monday night. And even even with me coming on the platform, I just felt like, I don't I didn't think that you would- um, Invited me just to talk shit, and we had a really good conversation, like the kind you could have on a bus stop. That's interesting that they would take it that way, though, because I took it the total opposite way, where I was like, that was one of the best conversations I have, and I left that conversation so optimistic about your career as a broadcaster. Like, I really think you could be definitely one of the top chicks or the top podcasters, period. I hear period. this all the that's, time. That's just this my opinion. crazy. Man. I hear it. You know who told me that? Lee Daniels. Mm. I was like, damn, nigga. He said, when I see you, I think about Oprah. Mm. And if he said if he liked pussy, he would fuck me. But the thing is, is I think I was like, 
I, I felt so comfortable with you that maybe I was like acting in a way that some people could have took it as disrespectful. Right, but right, to right. me, it's like I felt like we were so in the pocket that I could just say anything. Bro, I knew I liked you when you was like, why did you have that first episode when everybody was just sucking your dick? Because I hated that first episode and I had never said it out loud. Oh. So you freed me to say I hated my first episode because it sucked. <sighs> I didn't think of that. That's crazy. I'm with honesty. I'm big on that. But I was so late to you. I started watching so much of your shit. I feel like I know you from the back of my hand. (laughs) But I didn't watch your porns. Oh. Because I feel like we friendly. Like, I don't want to watch you fuck nobody. Yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Different different strokes for different folks. Yeah. You like being a porn star? Uh, Yeah, I'm down. I have a really good collection of porns with one guy. You know what I mean? And but they're all on a hard drive. They're not released to the world. Nigga, they right here. You want to see them? I got all kind of shit. Sucking dick, back shots. I would set them up, all the shots. I mean, if you want to send over the Dropbox, I will check it out. But I do think it would add like a weird element to this interview right now if you were like, so this is me sucking dick. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that would be a little odd. I'm pretty good cousin. I mean, <laughs> I will say I mean? this is I've, I feel like I've dealt with some of the best throat suckers you think so? on earth. Oh, yeah. Because so what- when I really think about it, like, I never got head like the kind of head that I routinely get now. Wow. My whole life. Damn. Yeah. Is that because cameras are there, you think? And I think that the, a lot of well, porn stars, they believe in it. They like really are working hard to get as good as possible at this. You right. know what I'm saying? So like they're really like working on like the spit and the hand movement. And what, they're to you, what makes it. a good cock suck? The, the spit is a big part of it. The moistness that is created. There's a lot of like the hands and the there's a lot of things around it. It's like, yeah, like I mean, shit. I got hit from a girl the other day who like easily deep throated my whole fucking thing to the point where her lips were like all deep onto my ball sack, Damn. coming at it from this angle. I was like, this is like I was think I was, I was thinking about trying to express it to my group chat. Like y'all have never got head like this. Yeah. But then I'm just like, whatever. Like, right. It just sounds braggy. That's crazy. You should send her flowers or something. Something yeah, special. I don't fuck with her like that. No, she's cool, but. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I give my girl flowers. Right. For allowing me to do such a thing. And my girl's head, I'll be real with you, my girl's head has got so much better over the years. Really? Yeah. Because she learned you. I think she, no, she's she's observing all these pros when all we're working together. Issues. She's taking notes in her head. She's getting better and better, working on her skills. When women ask me about like advice for dick sucking, I always say spit, but that varies because every man doesn't like all that spit shit. Some men like spit to the point where they have to clean up after and others don't like a bunch of mess like that. I could see that, you know, the, the ridiculous amount of spit is like probably really good on camera and I like it, but I could definitely see a guy who's a little bit of a germaphobe being like, now. And it's not practical. You can't suck dick like that in front of Target. You know Facts. what I mean? You can't go shopping after. Yeah. And also, I feel like a lot of women's mouths just don't hold moisture like that. Like, there's like gen- that's- genetics determine how moist your mouth is. Oh, silly. I could tell you never sucked a dick. You put it in the back of your throat. You put it in the back of your throat, and that's what creates the moisture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, gagging on it creates the look. I just think, like, everybody is made differently in so many different ways. And I just think that some people have really moist mouths and some people don't. And some people stay hella hydrated and some people don't. True. True. Which that is my number one piece of advice for people out there: get hydrated and stay that way. To suck a dick good. No, just for life. Yeah, I feel like that's like a big problem in this world. We don't talk about it enough. I feel like if I could get in a relationship and he was okay with us, like fucking different people, I believe we would be happy. How do you get to that point of like security where it's like, babe, we're gonna just fuck people, or she doesn't get fucked, or you don't want to get fucked? <laughs> yeah, she don't work with other dudes. Man, you like a nigga. That's like some black man shit. I'm jealous. So she can't get fucked by another man. We're gonna not do that, yeah. Ever. 
Um, well, I don't want to be sitting here looking like a hypocrite if we ever do. Right. But it's not in the game plan. Okay, because of you. Yeah, I guess not you could her say. Not necessarily. Um, I think, yeah, at first it was more like uh, like she couldn't even imagine working with other dudes. And now that we're so, we're like actual porn stars, that she probably couldn't imagine working with other guys and it would be no big deal. But, yeah, definitely in terms of uh, my emotional connection to her i feel like it would probably i've talked to like real deal porn stars who told me that they regretted doing it kiss Kiss of sins who's married to johnny sins yeah she came in the game just working with him and then at some point she started working with all these other dudes and even she admitted to me that she if she could have gone back it probably wasn't worth it that like it did put a huge amount of stress on their relationship and to me it's also just kind of like bro we have a kid together like i don't want to like gamble with our future in a way Wow. It feels like emotionally it's it's a gamble. Yeah, yeah. I went viral the other day saying that the next time a man asked me to do a threesome, that I was going to like say, okay, cool, but I was going to suggest one of his better looking friends. Girls love cousins. to try to pull this little, little No, because trick. it's just funny that it's like this threesome thing. Oh, I want to have a threesome, a threesome, but it's never like, okay, what about that guy I used to play basketball with? How right. about him and my ass and you in the front? We trying to have a good time. I mean, I think you should do that. I mean, if I don't like cat, perfect example, a lot of girls' first experience with women are because they're trying to please some guy. Mm-hmm. I know I don't like pussy, but I know I like dick, so I'm about to fuck you and your cousin just for fun. Your cousin. You know what I mean? Because we could trust him because he's already in the family. People was like, whoa, whoa, like it was so crazy. But it's a double standard, Adam, and it's bullshit. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, I can see I'm how women If I'm the one with the that. money... And I'm with somebody, and I make more money than him. Then yeah, we might try it. What's up? Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw this out there. I have a friend named Destiny who's a a really popular streamer, right? And he mostly talks about politics. He's a nerdy white guy. So he his audience, like he's in an open relationship. So his his wife will fuck other other dudes, and he will go and fuck other girls. And they tell each other, and they're open about it. They don't do it in front of each other. But he's in this like nerdy ass political white boy world, right? Where I don't think almost anybody in his audience gives a fuck. I think they all like, whatever, you're in an open relationship, who cares? But whenever he comes on this platform or he has academics talking to him or whatever, like as soon as he enters into like the hip hop type world streamer wise, the fact that his girl will have sex with other guys becomes the biggest fucking deal in the world. Bro, I think I might know this dude. I he has think blue I hair s- right now. Yo, you know how <laughs> I know him? And I can't believe I'm talking about him with you because this is like the the least the last thing I would have thought, actually, that you would have known Listen, about. you know why I know him? Because he was arguing with one of them, and then he ended up being on their stream, and then he, like, white-boyed it, but he won. He won. He was yelling, talking shit, like, who gives a fuck about my girlfriend? But I think it was the drama. <laughs> Sounds like him. <laughs> I think it was the drama behind the house phone thing. Like, they were oh, checking yeah, him you for were, some okay. shit that he said. I'm telling you, See, that's watching, hilarious bro. that that was the bro, entry I've point to you knowing about destiny. Yeah. Because the thing was, I automatically wanted to know about him. And then I'm like, should I research him? And I'm like, no, I'm going to find videos of him saying shit I don't like. I knew I was. Destiny. I just knew we were going to be, yeah, we weren't going to, he, I wasn't going to feel where he comes from. I feel like you'd like him for most I love the way he was cussing him out, though, in his own little white boy way. I think he stood up for himself. I like that. Yeah. That blue hair. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. He's a guy. Listen, can we talk about the house phone thing? Because <laughs> okay. you know I'm super curious. I did you know? Have. Did you think I was going to ask? I did not, but this here we are. This is the funniest yeah. part. <laughs> During our podcast, right? When I came on your podcast, yeah. I tell you that I used to fuck with a guy named House that was murdered in North Philly. I tell you where you're from. And you said, it's funny. We have a guy on this podcast named House Phone. Wow. And it went in one ear and out the other. Because usually when I talk, I'm only listening to myself. Right, yeah. Oh, you know wow. I, mean? I forgot and about I was, that, too. I was like, and then fast forward. First of all, I work with my friends. Here's a friend right here. Sometimes mm. we get drunk and we fist fight. And it makes it a little rough for the podcast the next day. And we try <laughs> to kiss and make up. And it's okay that he hits me as a woman because I'm way bigger than him. Okay. So it's even because of the size, testosterone, whatever. We've been in a couple fights, no big deal. I find it kind of, I don't want to say hard to work with friends, but I always tell him, like, if it ever came down to it, if I had to choose, I'd rather be your friend for sure. Like, mm. and I know that probably get funny when money come. And then when you look at all the podcasts, like how podcasts crumble and then people go talking shit about mm. people. That's just like you asked me a lot about Million Dollars Worth Game. Remember we talked about that? Because right. I was on there, mm-hmm. even though I'm the only host that didn't go crying like a bitch after they got off of there. Right. Because all the rest of them did. <laughs> no, but not I'll say me. That, that same thing with House Phone. Like, he's not on the channel anymore, but he's he, done. Well, I mean, at this time, yeah, he's, he's doing his own thing. He got another podcast, or whatever. But it's like he didn't go on some like weird anti no jumper tirade yeah. just to get his new podcast popping, which I respect because it's such a common thing. And I respect the fuck out of you not doing that to million dollars worth of game because it's just like. It's just such a lame thing to see people just like switch up and act like they didn't like the person all along to right. me. Like, why were you kicking it with this person for so long if you really didn't like them the whole time? To me, if you come out and say that, like, oh, yeah, I worked with you for five years, but actually I secretly hated you the whole time. It's like, there's nothing cool about that, right? That just yeah. makes you look fake, right? Not, and he didn't do that. So I, I respect that. First you know? of all, and the thing about it is, on the other side of that, I don't think people realize everywhere you go, people will ask you questions like that. Just like when I came in here, I probably said to them, I wonder if you're going to ask the Gil question. And then they asked. Mm. It doesn't help the fact that you might catch Gil saying some bullshit. Because at the time, I think he said something like I was late to every show or something like that. Right. But when it's set up like that and you coming from a big platform like House Phone is, some niggas going to see him as the nigga from No Jumper until he works his way out of that title. And that takes works and that takes time. But for me, I always felt like, yo, if I keep doing interviews talking about these niggas, it's going to be harder for me to shake that you the girl for a million dollars worth of game. So I'm not saying shit because, bro, I'm really that bitch. Like, I'm hilarious. But then I would, anybody who, I would hate people to think I was your girl for a million dollars worth of game. But then I'm anybody fucking, who like, fucks with you after that, anybody who fucks with you after that is going to be like, oh, like. I'll, I kind of want to work with her, but if we if we fall she out, she's gonna make mouth. a bunch of videos about me and shit, sure. and it's gonna maybe not be worth it. Yeah, for sure. But um, no. So as far as him not being on the channel, are y'all working on y'all shit, or y'all like not speaking? No, we've actually talked a few times, like on regular shit, just talking about other random things. Doesn't mm-hmm. really feel like he's super like bent out of shape about it, but I also feel like for him to come back on the channel after all that while that shit happened, just felt like it would be kind of too complicated or mm-hmm. like too much energy emotions involved this is what know. i'm gonna say i respect this nigga for a couple of reasons number one i respect the fact that he didn't just like lie you know what i mean i mm-hmm. respect he was like you know i used to get kinky you know what i mean yeah i didn't do this i didn't do that but i got a little kinky i also think that people respected that and i i feel like you had to get on shit like that because when you in the limelight that shit will go on and on and on if you play with it and then people will find more evidence and this is his Tesla parked in the house, and this is his, you know, when you come out and keep it real, like, yo, I did it, what the fuck they going to do, you know? Mm. I respected that, and I respected the fact that he came on this platform and tried to talk it out, and 
y'all tried your best to keep it as copacetic as it could have went. It went a little left a little bit, but um, I just respect the fact that y'all did it there because y'all built it here, so I think it's what's up, but it's even better that y'all still talk because I was worried about y'all friendship. Yeah, I mean, I would hope that, you know, if you were to talk to me in a few months that we would have had more good conversations that we end yeah. up hanging out or something. I, I, I would definitely try to pursue that in some way. It's just kind of weird for me too because I never do anything outside of doing podcasts. It's like my whole fucking life is just like talking on camera. So to, it's like kind of weird to be like, damn, I want to like fix our friendship because at a certain point, like we had a friendship that was not a content relationship. Like I would just see him at parties and stuff and then we started hanging out and you know when two people are getting fucked up, you become it's easy to become good friends and shit and then that kind of turned into oh no now we just do a podcast every week mm -hmm. and now that podcast isn't happening so it's like oh so now we just aren't gonna be around each other or whatever but yeah, it's like shit change your parent now it's a lot yeah different. it is weird yeah because like when i think about my friend group back before i was a parent it was like or before i was in a relationship with my girl your friend group is like your family you know yeah and then you get a real family and you're like well what do I have friends like? What are yeah. what are the friendships like that? This stuff I, isn't as important anymore. It's yeah, because like, it's tough to like on a on a Saturday. Are you going to go to a barbecue and hang out with a bunch of your homies? Or are you going to hang out with your kid? Right. And at some point, my kid will be old enough to be able to do like shit like that. But right now, my kid's like two, so I'm not really like trying to drag her to Rolling Loud or some shit. I'll yeah. probably just hang out with my kid instead of going to Rolling Loud. You know? Yeah, for sure. People ask me and. People always just ask me this question. They would say, oh, well, you know, because I go viral by, like, sucking dick and fighting people and scamming. Or I had one big video where I told everybody um, the way you budget is if you go to the supermarket, you carry a big bag and you steal all the meat. And then you buy, like, the spaghetti and the jar of sauce. But, like, the steak and the ground beef, you steal it. That's I've hard. been viral saying shit. Like, it's a great idea if you think about it. I know. It. And I see you go viral on TikTok and stuff. And it's not, they don't even tag you. It's they not like, do. it's they just a, dirty. it's they like, this could be dirty. anyone. But yeah. I know you are. But if I didn't know who you were, I would probably have to see it so many times before I actually figured out who it was. That sucks. But my voice is really raspy. And I'm the only one with this voice. Thank God. Gorilla. That, me and Gorilla. <laughs> that's the weird part about doing podcasts now. Do you ever feel like you're just doing podcasts for the TikTokers, like yeah, for sometimes. the people to make TikToks from. Sometimes I didn't realize though that I would go viral so much in these conversations because it's like this little clip goes. They don't know who I'm talking to. We'll be talking about whatever, yeah. but this five second, whatever. Fuck TikTok. I don't. I have a really negative relationship because we had a conversation about Instagram. It makes you more famous, but and in a very like, weird way. Oh fuck them! They're talentless. These people have millions and billions of followers. Hundred videos they're using somebody else's voice. Yeah. How's that talent? Oh my God. What the fuck do you call yourself? Where do you apply for a job and say, I do a great Friday impression? You have to see my, my Friday scene. <laughs> Watch like, me voice suck. over the Kardashians. This is have amazing. Y'all no skills. Y'all are shitty, sucky. I recently got introduced to the black guy that does the food reviews, especially on the restaurants that are empty, and he gets people to go to the restaurants, save the restaurants, and they save the family from being poor. Oh, really? Keith, oh. y'all know Keith from TikTok? Keith. Today, I'm going to go try a case. Oh, I love that nigga. Oh, I don't know. He's him. such a Christian. God bless that boy. I got to show you the white guy who only eats butter and raw meat. You're going to love it. Or not. You cannot <laughs> show me that. That would work out too. No, but what I was saying about the family thing is people will always ask me, well, as a mother, how do you feel about you talking about sucking dick with your kids? And I would say, oh, I'm honest with my children. I'm honest. Until somebody told my child, I think a week or two ago, that's why your mom on Instagram teaches people how to suck dick. So what what your kids say? Woo! What did she I'm, say? I'm gearing up for what this is gonna be like one day. My daughter, something like this, is very mild mannered. She okay. A, she a punk. And um, she a what? She's a jump. A jump. She don't know how to punk. Okay. She a punk. 
She's a okay. She's a punk. Okay. Right, yeah. Um, but she's she not a fighter. Fight. She's very pretty. We're opposite. And she's, you know, she a good girl. So she says something like, oh, well, you shouldn't be worried about what my mom posts. Now, what I told her to say was, because it was a boy, I told her to say back, well, she also teaches little boys how to suck dick, too, if you want to learn. That's what I told <laughs> her to say back. Because I'm trying to teach my baby to, you know, roll It's like with a the complicated punches. joke to pull off as like a little kid. Exactly. And her timing sucks. Now her brother. Yeah, right. Her timing. Her brother yeah. would have nailed that. Smush would have nailed that. She'd have been expelled. I wouldn't have gave a fuck. But my oh. daughter, I know she was back like, my mom said she'll touch, teach you how to suck dick. And I am and I live very close to her school. And I'm always like, yo, I will come up there, come through the side door because I want to just protect her. But that was the first time it actually happened. So then I'm like. I sit her down and she kept finishing my sentences and I'm like, you know, you don't have to do that, but that's how she feels. You're a comedian and you tell jokes and the stuff that you do on the internet is jokes and it's online, you know. Right. But at the same time, I'm 12, bro, and they are probably playing that shit. Like imagine being in class and they playing a clip of me saying, mm. oh, you suck dick like this or whatever. That's the first time I ever really thought about it. You know what I thought? I got to get money so we can be in a gated community. Fuck them broke ass kids. I was like, tell that nigga's mom on welfare. I'm like, why are you going to school with these motherfuckers? I need to get her out here. That's the only thing I think of because it's like, this shit working too much to tweak it. And I don't want to. And I like the fact that women feel powerful listening to me. And I say stuff they wish they could say, you know, yeah, only your sexuality and all that. So it's like... But at the same time, I was like, yo, these niggas are about to be teenagers. I, mean, I don't what, know. What, Do you think about it yet? Or what is that- so inherently embarrassing about having raunchy conversations about sex? You're a fucking grown up. Yeah. You know, like, why that's- are y'all watching and listening? It's crazy. I mean, to they me. could they could watch it and listen, but it's like you're a fucking comedian, you're a podcaster. It's like you're making a career out of having adult ass conversations, and all adult shit is not meant for kids. And it, yeah, it's tricky for me because it's like me and my girl make the most kid inappropriate content. On Earth, yeah. Are and you then we also or... have a kid. These things coexist in our life, and she has nothing to do with the other stuff. She doesn't know about. It. She doesn't see it. One day she's going to ask me what plug talk is, and I'm going to have to beat around the bush until the day that I can't avoid it anymore, and I'm going to have to explain. But am I really like embarrassed to be doing adult shit? No. Like I, no. somebody got to do it, man. Like yeah. I was, I was fucking twelve, dying to see some porn. Yeah. You know what I used to watch? I don't I mean I used to watch is. the scramble porn because you would get Same. illegal cable and then them exactly. the cable people would send that bullet through that bitch. Yeah. And then you had to watch it. You'd be like a titty here, some balls here. It was wild. But I watched mm. I loved porn growing up. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big porn person. I was on the cover of Penthouse with my girl. And it's like uh she's naked. And I'm wearing a wife beater and jeans or some shit. And I have my arm wrapped around her boobs and like the other arm like this, like covering her or whatever. And there's like one copy of it in our room. And the other day I did see my kid just grab it and start looking at it. And she had a big smile on her face. She's like, mama, dada. (laughs) And I was like, this is kind of crazy because this is like one little tiny moment right here Mm -hmm. of her getting used to this idea yeah. and having it normalized of her thinking that it's not a big deal for her to see a, a picture of her mom on the cover of a magazine naked, yeah. even though you can't see anything, but it's implied. Nudity. I feel like, though, you know your parents is like, because I grew up, my father was like in and out of jail. I knew that about him, you know? Yeah. So like the first time I went to jail, I didn't feel like, oh, what's my dad going to say? You understand? So it's almost like you grow up, you already know your, your parents are tatty. You know you got cool parents. They're not like, you know, right. yuppies. Fuck it. I ain't worried about it. I mean, to me, it's like I was broke for a long ass time. Yeah. 
and like now I look at my kid's life and the fact that I see my girl going to tour in private schools and just the fucking level of attention that my kid gets and the the you know attention to detail and shit and I'm just like I don't know. I, I can't help but look at my kid's life right now and be like, oh, so you're you're two and three months old and your life has been flawless fucking victory aside from banging your head on the side of tables and shit. That's normal. You're just having the absolute best life imaginable. Yeah, so, you sure. know, you can handle the sex worker conversation one day when you get older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, do y'all have like an automatic game plan for you and her? Do y'all talk about what y'all gonna say, how you're gonna play it out or no? You just Well, the weird part it. about it is that it might not, like by the time she's old enough to even know what the fuck's going on, we might not even be doing it anymore. Yeah. I would so, hope not. Nah, you're gonna be old. Yeah, but I feel like a male porn star can fuck well into his 50s. Damn, I'm not saying so. I am. I don't plan on that. I'm almost forty though. Yeah, my girl's thirty one. I feel like when y'all get older, y'all get this like weird ball sag that I wouldn't want to take. I consider that weird ball sag an attribute. Is your ball sag already like that? You want to check it out? It's. I I'll, feel like it's got a nice droop to I it. I could find it myself. You could, yeah. It's not like crazy to look for it. Yeah, but there's a lot of levels to the ball sag. Sometimes it hangs low. Sometimes it's all tight. Scrunched up. Yeah, but that's but I, for me, anytime like I felt like a guy was getting older or whatever, it was like we fuck on the back and the bottom of my knee. I'm feeling balls like on the back of my knee. Yeah, that's hot. They long. I mean, they're big. There's gravity at the them. The balls clapping the clit. It's great. Right. Hey, now wait a minute. You smart. Big guy upstairs. You 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 snapped when you thought of that one. This is crazy, but this is why because people you, always say I should do OnlyFans. I should do OnlyFans. That's really why I won't do OnlyFans because of my daughter. Because this is her age, and she's too old for that. She's gonna know. Mm. OnlyFans is like it's hard to separate. Oh, mommy's only on there telling jokes. Like there's no way she's gonna know. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, it ain't for everybody. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I, I envy them though. When I found out that um, Catch Me Outside, how about that? Made all that money like that? It, it fucked me up. But I don't even think she's naked on there. She on there doing something. It was like she turned 18 and the, chart, the, the clock strike 12 right. and all the freaks was like, let me see this little girl. No, she started OnlyFans, but I don't even think she's naked, which is kind of like, was she in a bikini or some shit? We need to know. Subscribe real quick. I feel like if she out. was naked, we would already know about it. That There would be like a, a whole thing about it on Twitter when it happened. Yo, Lunel's on OnlyFans, my nigga. Are you Lunel. serious? Bro, Lunel has OnlyFans. If BG Duck's hired. mom is on there. That was what When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? I know Duck is fucking rolling in his motherfucking grave. I know. I mean, I don't know, like. I don't know, bro. I, oh, that's crazy. She's her own. She's a star in her own right. You I would have gave her some her? money to not do that. To not do it. Yeah, I would have dropped some money off on sixty third. Been like, listen, this ain't this ain't how we're gonna do things. Listen, so I watched your episode on Joe Button because I did Joe Button, so I wanted to see how you did on Joe Button. Right. How'd you enjoy that? With all them niggas asking you a thousand questions like that, and they basically calling you a culture vulture for an hour, two hours. You handled that like a champ. Ran up in the spot, got jumped. Handle myself. Soldier boy. Five, five, five. Five, five, five. I felt pretty good about it, honestly. Like, I remember that, like, I saw a poll in his Reddit that said that they thought that I won the debate, which I was appreciative that of. That was crazy. Really? I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I fucking whooped his ass or some shit because I do think he has a valid opinion. The kind of content I do is not really for everybody. You know, obviously, sure. Joe Budden's doing interviews where he's not going to ask you about every little beef that you've ever been in. And I respect that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I do like to do interviews that are on behalf of the community that wants me to ask about all this shit. Like, I'm going to give you an example. I just, uh, I interviewed a girl and she had like, like she told me, I asked her about this one dude, right? That she had been linked to. And then she asked me, she told me afterwards, like, yo, 
can you please cut that out because I have an ongoing lawsuit against him and it's weird as fuck, blah, blah, blah. So I took it out. And then I'm watching somebody else react to the interview and they're like, well, why didn't he ask about this? Right. And I'm just like, oh, I did ask about it. She just didn't say shit and she made me delete it afterwards. But I want to like, I want to give the people what they want when I do an interview, you know? And uh, and also it's like, I'm curious. Like I want to talk about spicy shit to, to the extent that, you know, they're comfortable with it. So I got to at least try, you know? And, and to me, that's kind of like the, the dance of an interview is that I'm going to ask you this shit, and if you don't want to talk about it, you can just dance around it. Like, I, I you know, I, I, I can do that. I do that in interviews where I kind of skirt around whatever I'm not trying to really dig into, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, I do feel like you had great points in the, in the um, interview, but I think that disconnect is because you're a white man and they're black men. For me, I interview people that I like or I want to interview, so when my guest, my first guest I ever had, all I got was, why didn't you ask her? Because she was had some drama with baby dad or some shit. Right. So that's all I got. Why didn't you ask? And I was like, fuck y'all, because I don't want, I like her. You know what I mean? I want the bitch to come back. I, I If if I'm on a platform, I've been on a platform. I did a horrible. Remember that interview in Atlanta? It was horrible. I wish I could say his name. He sucked so bad. But he just asked me stupid questions. Just terrible shit. I mean, the dumbest questions. And that made me never want to see him again. Like, I, you know, like I'm never sitting there. I don't give a fuck how big he get. You know, Arsenio Hall level. I'm never talking to this nigga again. I always want people to come through, feel comfortable or whatever. And that's why I usually, I, didn't, I meant to ask you, but I forgot to ask you, is anything off limits? Because I want people to feel comfortable. Now... I'm chilling. I could totally understand the appreciation of the people that you do ask those questions. And I don't think I'm ever going to give that to the people because I don't give a fuck about what y'all want that much. That I'm going to ask somebody about their nigga. And, and on top of, I don't want nobody asking me about my crimes. What time, when did you get charged? And who your PO? And how did you do this? Did somebody, not to mention, I am from the ghetto. It was I can remember being a teenager and deciding I'm not going to tell him what he said because he might shoot him. That was, I'm making decisions at 16. I wasn't that type of person as a kid in the street. So fuck no, I'm not asking this nigga about his beef because God forbid it sparks something. Mm. But that's me from where I'm from. But you the know thing, what I mean? all right, this is the thing is like there's a lot of people I could interview that I would agree that it's kind of superfluous to ask them about beefs and shit because they already talked about it with mad people or it's just some old shit or whatever. But a lot of times when I'm interviewing like young ass drill rappers and shit, like let's be real. All their songs about? are about yeah. who they got problems with and who this situation that happened with so-and-so. And it's kind of like, what the fuck am I going to interview these dudes about if not that? And it's like, that's kind of what I built the whole platform on was like just interviewing underground up-and-coming rappers. It's just at the time I wasn't really doing street rappers. I was doing SoundCloud rappers, you know? And people were on my ass for talking to, you know, 18-year-old kids about popping Zans and, you know, all this other oh, shit. Really? And now it's like, oh, people get on my ass about, oh, you asked about some beef or whatever, but I mean. Your first interview was with um, XXX Tashiyama. Not my first right? interview, but it was within like my first year of doing uh, rapper interviews and it definitely blew up to be way bigger than any other interview that I ever did. Now, one thing I could say, I used to, I was very like weirded out by certain people like telling street news. Like I used to say, why would academics be the person? Because I, I didn't know who academics was really. I don't know where I was all them years, I guess. Like committing crimes, smoking weed, old jail, right, Phelps, freedom owner. Mm. Um, but it's like when niggas are not in the street or from the street, I just watched academics go on somebody. And he was talking about, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be working in the hospital, nigga. And, da -da -da. and it's like, why is that person reporting on all this ghetto shit? I, I just found it strange. I feel like, well, you watch the news. 
And I feel no, like none if you of them listen, are committing any crimes, and then the anchor is on there, I right? Guess, I Journalists don't, don't commit crimes. Oh, yo, that something just happened. There it is. Now it's fixed. Good. It. Yeah. <laughs> I won't touch it again. Yeah, we straight. Um, I, I guess just, so, yeah. but I, I really this this is what I feel. I feel like you should have a certain perfect example. Kelpie comes on sharp interviews him right. He's totally disgusted because this dude is representing this this culture, this subculture mm. that he has no, no knows nothing about. One guy compares it to blackface because it's so bullshit. He got this cheesy ass chain on with a pimp suit with these two <laughs> coked out ass girls. It don't look real, but it's offensive, you know. As a person that been in the street, been in jail, you know kind of the politics. It's like when you see people that are reporting from the burbs. It's like who the fuck gave you a pass to talk about any of this shit? And I feel like at least if you do listen to the music, you kind of do have a pass in because if you listen to it, they're detailing all the shit that's happening. But then you had a guy. Um, What's the nigga on YouTube that, that details the beefs? Peace by peace. He's from the UK. He raps during Trap his commercial. Trap Ross. Oh, my God. You have a person like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I don't even think this motherfucker listens. You see the money in it. You report on it. But it's just like, damn. What gives... I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, nowadays it's popular. People get huge. You got people like academics, Trap Lore, whatever. His name is Trap. Trap Lore Ross. Because it's the lore of the trap. That he's never in or never been to. Not from... I've actually he's done some vlogs for No Jumbo where he went to hoods in the UK and talked to people. Mm. So he's 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 in some some traps, the equivalent of a trap out there, I guess. He ain't no motherfucking trap. I always <laughs> felt that I just it took a while to get used to. Now I'm in this shit, so I feel like, okay, I guess whatever. And people like it. And I also feel like people from the street might not do that well with telling it because it's always this like no telling kind of thing. They're too close to it, yeah. Yeah, but I don't even know if the no telling kind of thing is great because it's just so... I'm very curious about what, when you talk to telling, what Gunner's going to do. Remember mm. I kept calling Gunner Gunner last time because I kept telling you I like him. You kept saying, why are you calling him Gunner? His name's Gunner. Okay. Now he told on him, like his big brother. Yeah. And I heard he signed a deal with another record label. Well, that's the rumor, yeah. He's going to just sign directly with Atlantic, yeah. You think people are going to listen to that? His numbers are going to be the same. I don't know. If 6ix9ine tells us anything, it's over. Yeah. And, that, and but I just had somebody argue me the other day that he still gets great numbers. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? I don't know. No, he does. Dude, does he? I don't know. We'd have to check his Spotify or whatever. I mean, he does definitely has a lot of hits that people are going to be listening to for a long fucking time, regardless of. I still listen to Gumo sometimes. Of who? Gummo? Gummo, yeah. you said? I say shit backwards. Gummo, <laughs> whatever. I like that, and I like the one with Trippy Red before they start beefing. I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not counting them out entirely, but it does seem that it's really difficult to have the snitch thing attached to you. Boston Richie, they said that Future and them just dipped Drop. out. It was yeah. over. As soon as that shit came out, I mean, there's a lot of people in rap that don't want anything to do with it. And it's rough. It's rough when it's because it's like, yo, the other guy's name is... um. What was his name? YSL Woody? Woody. These niggas Bird. fucking, I want to know why is that happening? Like, did he not care about these motherfuckers? How are their whole little tapes with the cops coming out? How? Right? Like, aren't you, isn't that supposed to, like, never leak? How the fuck is that leaking? Somebody just put up how much you make as a CI in different states. You make, like, $60,000, $70,000 on the East Coast for that. Mm. Shit, I might try to see this out. Yeah. That's good money. Fuck it. Everybody else telling? They got to make some extra money, so they just... Selling out. A, a I made my name tape. in the street, Adam. I ain't tell when I went to jail. Okay, but you know the the wild shit is that now you have YouTubers who are able to basically get access to you know 
criminal investigation like interrogation tapes from How, from bro? 10 15 years ago cuz there's like a computer system you can request it from the city or from the fucking local office or whatever I don't know how to do it That's dangerous But as like fuck. my boy 1090 Jake he's just doing this he'll fucking find the tape of you talking to the cops 10 years ago The chubby white boy he from Florida Yeah Yeah Is he a gangster for real or what I believe it Okay I'm buying it What happened to the other big nigga you used to interview the big gangster one Crip Mac a little slow. Where he's been, is he? He's been locked up for like a year or two. I think he's slow. A lot of times I think we fall in love with people and it's like so like magnetizing because they're slow. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. I don't know if I would classify him as slow. I, I just think he's five special. Five motherfuckers been on your show for sure that were slow. Small class niggas. Hmm. Remember the little class? Five, six people, three teachers. <laughs> they took them to the supermarket. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Everything's a cock, cock, cock. I'm I miss Crip Mac. I want to see what the fuck's going on, man. Who's he in jail for? I saw the video. Somebody beat him up. What they jumped him? Because that's a big nigga. I think they just found him with a gun. Who, the police? Yeah. I thought niggas in the street whooped his ass. Uh, I don't know. Not that I know of. Mm. But, I mean, he's the kind of person that probably should have a gun on him, don't you think? I don't think he could carry a gun. He has on his head one of the biggest gangs in LA. Fuck and him, then, right? And then Killer. Oh. Kill uh, I think it's like K I L L U H, or something, my God. or or maybe A H. Yeah, I don't know. He did a podcast. He did a Philly. He did the best podcast ever. The Philly guys, but they came over here. They said he was cool as shit. All they did do was buy him a forty. He had a good time with him. He's a simple guy. Forty, he's happy. Yeah, whatever. Um, moving on. Listen, with your BMX stuff, you weren't rich making BMX money. Honestly, like the most I probably ever made in a month doing the BMX stuff was maybe like 10K, maybe a little more, maybe like 10, good? 15K. No, I wasn't a pro BMX rider. I'm talking about like, I, so I rode BMX bikes since I was like 12. And then when I was like 22, I was just a kid who had been reading the magazines and watching videos for 10 years and posting on message boards talking about it. And then I just decided to start a blog where I could like document the scene and post videos, et cetera. And then I started making money from advertisements. So I think around that time, like I probably would have been making like 10000 a month maybe at, at like the best part. But then it started to kind of, eh, and that's when I started doing YouTube and getting like real serious about social media and everything. And I also started a bike shop in like 2013 downtown LA. And that was kind of. So are you listening to rap me. and fucking rap the whole time or do you just turn, like how does it turn to like a hip hop based thing? Yeah, I mean, I was always like pretty rap obsessed my whole life, but especially like around that time, I remember all our videos, we'd be using some weird ass Gucci Mane songs and shit and people would hate it. Like we got so much hate for using too much rap in our videos and stuff. And then, yeah, I was just like going to parties in LA and stuff and I was just tapped into the, the underground scene in LA and I was just going to see all these underground rappers and then all of a sudden that kind of turned into like SoundCloud rap, you know? And I was kind of like right in the right place to like, like when I got that interview with X, I did not know that that was going to be some big interview. I thought right. that that was going to be some regular 20,000, 50,000 view interview. And then I do the interview and I'm kind of like, wow, this guy, he's really got something special about him. But I interviewed a lot of other rappers around that time period, whether it was like Lil Peep or Juice World or, you know, all these guys who kind of became legends and shit. Yeah. Best interview, worst interview. Best interview? I always say the X interview just Mine. because I felt like, oh yeah, and yours, yeah. Right. I just feel like whatever makes the biggest impact, Okay, that's usually like how I end up judging myself. The X one really changed the fuck out of my life. It did. Yeah. Worst interview? I mean, there's just a plethora of, I mean. My first Black one that China. comes to, I didn't see that one. 
I mean, the only reason anybody would ever watch it would just be to like endure an awkward 20 minutes followed by a walkout. Wow. It was bad. Oh, yeah. I would think it would be John Boonkane. You ever see Boonkane when he falls to bed? It was oh my god, he took all these Xanax and he falls out. I hope that happens in my podcast one day, like somebody like seizure out or something. Maybe something. right now, Papa Zan. Oh, okay, I don't like Zannies. You don't? No, and I definitely I didn't do Zannies. I didn't do like Zanny bars. I did like double G's. We call them footballs back home. Oh yeah, we call them footballs out here too. Okay, I miss them. Oh. <laughs> Best times of my life. You don't even remember. I know. And I miss it dearly. Yeah. yeah. I love um, when you get into the drug conversations because you're very open and honest about a lot of stuff. I think a lot of kids don't know. I just was talking about, on, I've done 10 shows today. I don't fucking remember. I'm very tired. Me too. Um, Hopefully it shows. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up soon because niggas got to go to bed. We got kids. What the fuck? And we got to hit an hour. No, really. Listen. You can't do less than an hour, right? I feel like that's kind of scummy. I can get these niggas 20 minutes. You add them uh, fucking 22. Damn. Um, it's 8.34 here now, right? Yeah. Which means it's like 11 p.m. back home. Facts. It's 11.34. Yeah. What the fuck? out? And I haven't smoked weed in hours. Really? Yeah, it's rough. And I didn't get no L.A. weed since I've been here. Damn. I've been smoking the weed, dude. He snuck on plane. I'm going to give you oh. some weed. I got some weed for you. Oh, now, see? Hospitality. Porn star weed. Um, Listen. What happened to the dude that was here flirting with me and then we was flirting with each other on Snapchat and now he's gone? He was security. This new security is bougie and he covers his face. Right. You remember? It was uh, the big thing that happened. Like there was a bunch of little things, but then the main thing was just like we went to O Block, caught like a one. I never did a flight like this where I flew in super early in the morning and then I flew out that night. Yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But it's horrible. I, I went uh so but we had a live show, a live podcast the night before mm-hmm. to uh that I think it was our first ever live podcast. And, you know, we were all in there moving like a unit, having a good time. He's supposed to be going to Chicago with me to be a security and he just didn't come and he didn't hit me up or anything and I was pretty pissed off about that. So that was kinda uh-huh. the end of that, you know. Yeah, you suggest I fuck him last time I was here. What if I was fucking him? Then I still vouch job. for that, yeah. I mean, just because he don't work here, I don't mean I'm not trying to get him some pussy. So you know why I wasn't gonna work though? Well, because he gave me, because I always say, I crack this joke, people think this joke is really not real. I say, niggas eat my ass for a repost. <laughs> he ate your ass for a repost? He would have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I respect it. If I meet you and you start sending me your shit, I don't like that. Don't send me your shit, nigga. What I shit? ask you. Whatever little internet shit he was doing, skibbity bopping, beat bopping on the table, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but don't send me that bullshit. I met you secure and shit, nigga. Secure me and take me to Compton, whatever you're supposed to do, take me on a nice day to Jack in the Box. Don't send me your shit. They got 10,000 views. Like, I'm going to share it with my people, so now you can get 50,000 views. Fuck no. That ain't how this go. Pussy ain't free, Adam. <laughs> I'm with you. If I share your shit, what you going to do for me, nigga? I don't know. I didn't tell him to do that. I know you didn't. <laughs> but he act like he was feeling me, and then it was like- But he's a munch? I don't even- I'm too old for munch. No. I like munches. For real, you can munch on me. Oof. Not you, but I'm saying right, I want to meet your girlfriend. Is that your wife? Soon to be. Oh, that's so nice. You'd love her. She would love you. I know. You should show her my stuff. I will. I don't know if she watched that interview. She might have. I think I told her, like, you have to watch that interview. You're going to love this chick. I think it was a great interview. I thought the numbers were shitty and it irritated me. Yeah. And then you did the little clip thing and then it was like everybody was on a Gilly and Wallow clip and that irritated me. We're from different worlds, I feel like. We have, like, very different audiences, which is a shame. Most people would be like... I don't know this bitch, but I love her. If you were all by channel, they would all fall in love with you. I'll just come. I ain't fucking with them like that. I'm trying to move out here. You got a deal, though. You have a network. 
Shut up. I could do whatever I want to do <laughs> besides that. You know what I mean? Because I'm, you know, I'm gonna try out soon. Mm. The Breakfast Club. You're Did you see out? me up there? Oh, I love. They they would be lucky to have you. You think so? Well, it would be weird because I feel like you would have to be a kind of restrained version exactly. of yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I can't listen. I'm You'd not have to really part. hold back a lot. Yeah. There's no cursing, and I'm raw. I tried radio a couple times, and it was like, and then radio is like a dying kind of thing. The Breakfast Club is huge. It's, it would be yeah. an honor just to try it out, but I don't know how it, it would. It would blow you up, but I also feel like you would have to like, like you're just not going to be able to talk as much as you're used to at all because you're going to have to be sh- sharing. Like, think about Angela. She didn't really talk anywhere near as much as uh, yeah. Charlamagne, and then you're letting the guests talk i feel like you're just gonna be sitting there jumping out of your fucking skin yeah, wanting, wanting to talk to the whole time or but it would be like the craziest opportunity like you have to do it yeah i'm gonna do it I, for sure i guess i'll stay up all night because you got to start at four in the morning there's no oh way God. i'm gonna wake up at three and get there you know what i, I mean? know Come when on. i hear about people with radio deals here? stop it i'm just like oh my god like that would be the most hardcore it'd be like going to boot camp like having for years and years like every day every week just having to be ready for getting up so fucking early oh my god it'll be hard yeah i did radio i did um uh what is that shit in atlanta um i did the morning hustle and then i tried the radio in philly radio in philly sucked really god it was like there's a traffic jam on roseville boulevard (laughs) it's gonna rain tomorrow don't forget to check out this Mary J. Blige track for the fifth time. Call in Tim Carter to get two pair of panties in his picture show to the Summer Jam tickets. Like, Because I, I got this homie Duno, who's like a Mexican comedian slash podcaster out here. Super fucking funny. And he just got like the morning slot on LA radio out here. Him That's and his lit. two co-hosts. Uh, they have like a podcast together and now they're the morning show. And it's like now he's having to get up at fucking four in the morning. And I'm like, wow. Like, Does he hate it? He's young as shit too, and he still like goes out and drinks and stuff. He's only oh, twenty two. Yeah, fuck him. He's gonna have to pick up a coke habit. There's no way in the goddamn world. <laughs> or no... just get very used to getting like two hours of sleep. Adderall, something. Nobody's doing that without substances. When I went to the morning hustle, <laughs> that's what I thought. They must pass out fucking Prozac because everybody was like, "Good morning. Yeah. It's good to see you. We're so excited about you." I'm like, "Bitch, shut up. It's five. I remember academics talking about drinking with Joe Budden when they were up super fucking early doing everyday struggle. I'm like, drinking? Yeah, like, nigga. What the fuck? I'm going to throw up by noon. Yo, I really, a lot of my fans gave me a lot of shit about Joe Button. We and Joe Button's episode was long as shit. I enjoyed it. You would have we knew each other forever. And that nigga put that on Patreon. Still ain't put it on YouTube. Damn. My fans paid $50 to see that shit. 50 Yeah, it's 50 About 50 Am I allowed to say the prices? That's my nigga, though. I fuck with Joe. I liked it. I had a good time. They were like, why are you doing his podcast? Fuck him. They don't like Joe. 50 is a lot. Yeah. Okay, so listen. We have a segment on this podcast called... Um, Something or other, but you listen to the people and you give them advice. Are you going to do it? Sure. All right, play the message for them, um, Dre. Hey, Mona. I love your show. Hey, so it's hey, Dre. Hey, the whole crew. Okay, so I have a quick question. Um, there's a guy that I've been talking to for quite some time. It's been long distance. Um, we did not do anything sexual for quite a few years. I had been highly anticipating it. Um, he yes. finally came out here a few weeks ago to LA. Um, and we did what we were waiting to do. But it just was horrible. Like, I had to make myself come. Um, we ended up using the road. And pretty much, it just wasn't what I expected. But I really, really have serious feelings for this guy. 
Now on the flip side, I had been loyal, I had been messing with nobody else, I had only been waiting for him. Now that I've gotten it, and it's not what I expected, it's now a man at my job who is like pulling up, talking heavy, you know, saying what needs to be said. The only thing is, he's married. I don't like married men, but the way the hormones are set out, I'm like, what would you do in this scenario? I really don't, I'm not trying to get up out there because dating in LA is horrible. But that's what I heard. No, I'm about to pull Alicia Keys. Let me know. What she say? What's pulling on Alicia? What does Keys? that mean? Oh, she stole Swiss. That's oh. lit. Oh, right. That's crazy. Advice. This is why you don't wait years to have sex with a person, exactly. right? Exactly. I can think of many times, not many times, but quite a few times in my life where there was a girl I was kicking with, thought she was so fucking hot, so great, and then we had sex, and it was just like the biggest letdown, and I was like, well, at least I found that out after hanging out with her a couple times and not waiting multiple years. Yeah. I, don't yeah. Th- I think it's like one of the most basic things to have in common is like that you enjoy each other sexually, like- I don't know how you, what, you're gonna get. What, you're gonna marry him. You're gonna be together for forty years. I was in a relationship. Sex. I was in a relationship with someone for like seven years. I hated. I hated it. I don't think that's good. I think it's you got to abort missions. Yeah, I ended up like cheating on her with somebody real young. They could fuck. Yeah, oh listen to her. She's trying to fuck this married man. Like she's dying to get off. some new dick. <laughs> she's dying. Um, I don't know why they, people ask me the same thing all the time because I have been in relationships where sex wasn't that important to me, mm. and I also like exploded in a fucking like a 11th grader because I was so horny with my guy that wasn't fucking me ever. So right. I, at this point at my age now, I gotta like it. Like I gotta like it or you gotta be cool with me like getting it other places sometimes. Yeah. To me, it's like the most basic thing you have to have in common. Yeah, it's important. So, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say fuck anybody's husband. I really don't get down like that. Um, I think it's bad karma for when you get your husband because somebody be fucking on your husband. Um, so I would say no to fucking the husband and I was I agree with Adam don't wait so long next my time. whole life I would have had no qualms about fucking a married woman but now that I have a kid like I definitely don't think I would fuck a girl who had like a husband and a kid Yeah, that just seems like too I don't know I would feel I would feel grimy about it yeah I feel like being in a relationship like yours you definitely don't even have to cheat though it's lit it's like perfect but we only fuck on camera with other girls so I'm not sneaking around doing whatever. People... So if you really like a girl and she's not willing to fuck you on camera, you don't ever get to get none. Yeah, I don't even like my girl. Like part of the reason why she trusts me is because we've fucked so many girls on camera, and she never seen me act weird to any of them. Never try to holler at any of them. Yeah, you stay you know? by the rules because you know you're giving nigga threesome. He get to fucking her without you. Yeah, and every time we do a scene with a chick or whatever, it's just a reminder of how much I like her because I'd way rather hang out with her than the girl. Have you ever had like a freak out where a girl like is in love with you? She loves your dick so much. She's like, give me some more. Fuck her. Nah, there's been girls where like they kind of were sending me weird messages, sort of. Yeah, trying but, to test the water, see if you with it. I just like I'm not gonna respond, or I would even like show my girl, or just be like, look at this weird ass bitch. Your girl ever be like, I'm gonna whoop her fucking ass. No, nah, my girl's never hit anybody. She's never been in a fight, ever. Where the fuck's she from? Pleasantville? Out here in Glendale. Well, it's nice that they bring my kids out here. My kids don't fight. She's just a pacifist. She's just like, she's so like. When the last time you bust a nigga up? <laughs> Can you fight? Not 
particularly well, I don't think. You gotta tighten up with that. Niggas gonna be trying to fight you sometimes. You gotta be ready. No. Nah. Me and you go out to a party, we trying to get back to back, we rumbling niggas. We not walking out. If we going to a party, I'm keeping a good shooter with me. Cause I'm not <laughs> like I'm not gonna be in that kind of environment Even without if it's somebody a good who's shooter gonna shooter and we get the rumbling, we still gotta box our way out there. Not fighting nobody. All right. At this point in my life, hell no. It's just not it's not worth it. I can't go out in public like that without I'll being fight a nigga tonight. I'm not too mature for that. I feel like I just decided at a certain point I couldn't do it anymore. I respect that. You a little bit older than me, though. I got in a fight at a at a, a store on Melrose, and I hurt my shoulder. My shoulder hurt for like a week or two after. Who did you fight? Somebody you were with or somebody you ran into? It was some dude, and he, he didn't like me because he had been around some girls in the back of my store, and I was kicking in with these girls or whatever, and he said a couple different things to him that I didn't like that I thought were creepy. So I just told him, like, hey, you being mad weird. Get the fuck out of here or some shit. I was like, bro, like, your energy is weird. Get out of here. And I, like, embarrassed him in front of these girls, right? And he was fucking mad. And so then there was this, like, event at the store that my friend owns, and he fucking, like, he said something to me under his breath, like, walking by me when I walked in, and I, like, I didn't really hear it. And then, again, like, we were walking through this, like, little hallway part, and he, like, threw a beer can and it like hit me in the leg and I just turned around and realized what he had just done and I just fucking lost it and I just like charged at him and just started fighting him and th- but there was no video or anything damn because you it could was, use that for like your rep it was in this little hallway like nobody saw it or anything and Did like you win? uh yeah I mean I punched him and then I like was choking him out and then they fucking broke it up and that was it oh you a choker yeah okay I've known to choke a bitch once I get her on the ground took nice some jujitsu classes you know that'll keep them away from me for the next round cause they remember how close and you know what else I've always done I've always talked to people I should kill you back here bitch <laughs> just whisper in their ear yeah but you know what's funny is that uh, it was an event and Kodak Black was supposed to be popping out at the event and he was supposed to be getting paid for, for popping out I guess and I get in this fight. The whole event gets shut down, and Kodak doesn't pull up and doesn't get paid, I guess. And so then all these years later, one of Kodak's producers just said something about it on Instagram. So all of a sudden, everybody knew about He's like, you ruined our event. You you fucked oh, up please. the bag or some shit, which is weird because I like talked to Kodak, and he never said anything about he that. He probably doesn't even have a fucking clue. Fuck the secret. Um, listen, um, I, Dre asked me that I want to talk to you about the pimp, but no, the pimp is sharp and I was supposed to interview sharp myself because I'm obsessed with pimp culture. I love this idea. I need to see you guys together. Oh my God. And you know, was, guess how I was introduced to sharp? Me? Because it was at least, no, no, never mentioned no. it. People in the comments, <laughs> probably like a hundred of them. We have to see her with sharp. I don't mm. know who this is, but I want to see her with sharp. But I wanted to talk to him on the phone because I wanted to make sure, like, we're, our energy, because we both strong energy, we both light skin. Sometimes two light skin people in the room, it like explodes like an explosion. Mm. So I'm gonna make sure we was cool. But like I said, I talked to him. I wanted to pay this nigga. And I was like going to go out on a stroll. <laughs> I felt enticed. He's gorgeous. That nigga is gorgeous. I don't think he would do that. You don't know what he would do, Adam. Mm-hmm. Set it up so we could do this. He, I think he's he's about the code. I don't think he would go what to the, the stroll. What? No, not him on the stroll. No, Me, but I mean, I him. know, but I don't think he would be filmed there. No, no film. I'm talking about pimping home with feet to the ground. Oh, so you actually want to socket be a pocket prostitute. to the rocket? I feel like he's out of the game. You're yeah, trying to drag him so back too. into it. I think so too. I think he's out of the game too. As far as I know, yo. I don't think people understand how obsession, like how many people are obsessed with the pimp thing. Do you remember back in the day growing up that Atlantic City whole stroll show? 
No. Whole stroll on a stroll as they walk. And they would follow the, you remember? They follow the prostitutes through the alleyways. They would, Atlantic City hookers. I love that shit. I watch videos on TikTok all the time of just chicks walking down the block on that shit, so. Well, like Fergaroa? Yeah. Remember Pretty Ho? Fergaroa. Figueroa. Figueroa. Yeah. Remember Pretty Ho? Mm. Pretty Ho in the fine ho? She got like 15 years for pimping? Uh, Where the fuck you been? Only pimp you know is shark? Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Damn. Is the other one is the other one a P2? I don't want to tell niggas business, but is the other one whose father's a rapper? Is he a P2? Almighty. I, I believe he has some affiliation with the game. But this is all past business. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, back in the day. He yeah, handsome yeah. too. Yeah. Although his Instagram story sometimes feels a little... Like, oh, you recruiting? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's lit. I don't know. I just like the whole thing. I like, I'm very interested in it. I want to go on Sharp's podcast. Sharp's going to come on my podcast. Please. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you and this latest shit. It's my pleasure. I'm very grateful to be here. I love black women. <laughs> I assume there's a lot of y'all watching. Do you ever fuck any black girls? Oh, man. Yeah. That's the video I want to watch. I want to see what, like, fuck a big fat butt black girl, not no thin. Yeah. Some ass on Now her. we're talking. To see if you can handle Some it. Some Claremont twins type I'm shit, right? the whole time to say they knock you off your feet. Bro, this is one black girl I always think about that fuck back in the day. I'm like, damn, that has to be one of the best, the best you ever took down. What? She fucked a lot of my homies, though, so I couldn't feel too cool about it, though. I'm not going to lie. She fucked like five other white boys that I know, so I couldn't really like feel that great about it, but I personally had, a, had the time of my life. But this is not on tape, though. Nah, nah, it was way before that. She was like a normalized chick with a job and shit, yeah, but she was bad. I'm proud of you. You moved on up. This space is amazing, and thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. A white man. Title this podcast, A White Man.